What's up, everybody? This is Mike coming at you with the Fly Pod Season 3, Episode 3. We got an action packed episode here, and with me to go over everything is my good buddy, Kevin Bowers. Kevin, what's going on, my man? Not much. Happy to be here. Happy to unpack all of what's been happening in the infield flies uh, since I don't even remember the last fly pod. I feel like it was a season preview. So we have a lot to uncover here uh, today. Uh, we're going to go over both of our seasons, our Thursday and our Monday. Of course, we'll also have a tournament recap from back in late July and then a fall ball preview. So I told Kevin earlier, buckle up because we got a lot to talk about. This might be the longest fly pod episode to date, but we got a lot of good things uh, going for the, the episode today and a lot to dissect. Uh, but Kevin, before we jump into anything, we're going to start with Thursday. I wanted to talk about your career year. It's no secret as we look at some of these stats. And let me just read some of these off. And I know you're Mr. Humble, but this this is worth noting, man. An average of uh, 667, two-thirds of the time, you're getting hits. An OBP of 700, and we talked earlier, I might have even made a mistake on the calculation. It might be over 700. Slugging of 989, OPS of 1.689, 41 runs, 18 walks, 50 singles, 8 homers, 64 knocked in, sprinkle in a couple doubles there. Uh, what the heck's been going on, man? What, what energy drink do I need to drink in order to get to this level? What's happening? Peek behind the curtain. We talked about this a little bit before we started, but uh, you know, part of it was some outside influences or uh you know feelings trying to prove myself a little bit chip on the shoulder coming into the year uh another thing was actually which i didn't say yet was uh something i was listening to either chicago radio or one of the podcasts i listened to and they were talking about like the different um attitudes of sports where like basketball football hockey it's you know it's about possession but it's also about like controlling the clock you know getting this getting the lead and running it out whereas you know baseball there is I mean we obviously we do deal with a time limit and then some rules come into play but really it's about preserving outs um and I kind of thought about like just how many outs I was making in the past and you know I just came into the year and I really wanted to try to preserve as many outs as I can if I'm not making the outs and I can hand it off to the next guy and we can just kind of keep on rolling it's uh I don't know, it turned into a great year. And also, like I uh, said kind of all year, the axe bat I think really helped me out, just keeping me on a level swing, uh, like level plane. But overall, I think also it was being the pitcher all the time, being, you know, part of each game, um, feeling like I was, I had like my own purpose that I was there, kind of feeling a little bit like a leader as a pitcher. And I wanted to try to lead by example. And I think... Uh, things paid off, um, and I think another thing was, uh, well, I know we're going to go over stats, but um, everyone had really good years, and there's been improvements along the way from everyone, and whether it was the extra BP this spring, um, the full year of only playing at Mellis without the unlimited arc really messing with us, I mean, I'm not aware of anyone besides Stein and myself that played much unlimited, and Stein played way more than I did, so that just shows you what he deals with you know day in and day out where he can adjust to everything um but yeah it was a very fun year and very i'm very proud to be a fly and part of this team i mean seriously like a brotherhood for sure and like not only did you have this career year offensively but 
like you led us to a 19 and 10 overall record, right? And like, we're going to get through each individual season and where our stats are in terms of like collective team runs per game and runs allowed per game. And, you know, we have a good defense behind you, but like you, there are teams in our league and I can think of um, the, uh, not the master batters, but the uh, Alabama slammers, for example, a team that can hit, put up 20 runs, but they can't pitch to save their life and they end up losing a ton of games because they don't have a pitcher. That's not the case with us because we have you on the mound. So I know I speak for everybody when I say thank you for going out there every single day, but the offense is just gravy from you and it's just been an amazing year and we look forward to having that continue. So yeah, I think it's a, a number of things. Like you mentioned, everybody's having you know really good years. I printed out uh, some stats that are right in front of us here and, and really everybody is, is pretty much north of 500. Uh, people hitting for power, people scoring a ton of runs, knocking uh, a lot of runs in. So it really was just a, a, a good year of fly softball. It's not over yet. We got 10 games left, about six total weeks. Uh, and, and Kevin told me that if there's a rain out, he's actually going to miss the playoffs. So everybody pray for no rain on Thursday <laughs> nights. We cannot afford to lose them offensively and defensively. All right, let's jump right into the uh, Thursday night squad, which admittedly, you know, a couple things here. With Thursday nights, competition was a little bit harder. Absolutely. The offense was a little bit weaker, uh, and that has to do a little bit with personnel. You know, we, we lose some guys uh, coming off the Monday squad. You know, we don't have Carlos there. Um, you know, we don't have Steve. Those eggs were a lie, Steven. A lie! But, you know, we didn't have uh, our strongest offensive lineup. And you pair that with some tough competition. And it led to a 5-5 five and five regular season. We scored 13.5 runs per game. We uh, allowed about 12 per game. So we actually had a good run differential still. And, you know, we had a, a playoff victory against Sluggers as a comeback win. And we're going to see them again in the fall. Uh, but then we lost our third in a row to Swingers. But, Kevin, I really think that that team is a team that we can hang with. Uh, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, our offense was down again in this league a little bit. I think it's uh, superior defense compared to our Monday Night League also, as well as pitchers who were able to throw more strikes. So we had to kind of attack more. We couldn't always wait back. We still had a ton of walks on Thursday nights, I know. Like, you know, the stats in front of us are for the entire season, including tournament and playoffs. But I'm sure breaking it down, we still had a good amount of walks. Um, even on Thursday nights, but um, it was it was I think a very good year against some good competition. And it, it, I know too, and I'm always one to look at run differential. You guys know me. Uh, I joked with Stein the other day saying I watch Moneyball like every weekend by myself because <laughs> I just love it so much. I do like looking at stats, but they do tell a story in a, in a picture. Um, and I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, here's where I was going. We lost to Swingers by one. We lost to Old Style and Ogres by one. We lost to, I think there was another one we lost by one. My point being is that we're playing really tight ball games. And I think progressively we will be able to take it to the next level to close out those games. Because I remember feeling really frustrated after some of those losses, thinking like, man, we really should have had those games. And that's the difference between a 7-3 and three record and a 5-5 five and five record. Yeah, I mean... You know, we had those two. We had two walk-off losses, I believe, two weeks in a row. Yeah, there was yeah, one was. week you weren't there, I believe. Yep, that was against. And I think there was one week that Stein missed, maybe. Like I'm just trying to think of, you know, the guys I talked to the most outside of the actual game day. Right. Um, when we're going over stuff, and it was, you know, it, it, it comes down to like a couple, couple plays, and 
that that can go either way. And it's just like you said in the playoffs, we had that awesome comeback against the Sluggers and just crushed them at the end of that one. And I mean, it was, you know, all in. Like I kept saying, "Hey, all in, let's go." I mean, it's it's all cliche stuff, but it's it's legit. It's like, hey, let's let's buy in together right here. I mean, do what we've tried to do all year; it'll pay off. Um, and if we're all doing the same thing and we and we go down, then you know we lost to a better team. That's okay. That's okay to lose sometimes, but right. as long as we're doing what we all want to do out there and we're still having fun, we're not. You know, there, there's times where I know I can be intense, especially when I'm pitching. Um, about certain things, but I try to remind myself to have fun. And I think, you know, you do a good job of it. Stu really does a good job of like telling me to like, Hey, just have fun out there. Tyler, awesome behind the plate, you know, getting me to relax occasionally, but we all, we all, you know, uh, comport ourselves differently and react differently on the field. We have a good balance of everything, honestly. There's times where I'm like, oh, I wish we could get more hyped, you know. I wish Kylie would just scream after he hits his fourth grand slam. <laughs> Number four, at right? At the same time, at the same time, it's like, you know, it's that steady, even-keeled player who just, you know, no no, two highs or two lows, and it's, it, I mean, it's huge. Yeah, for sure. Hey, something I want to talk about who joined us for Thursday night for the first time this season was Bird. Nick Bird Beaumont is what I have. And Bird, I hope I'm saying your last name right there, but I know you as Bird. Uh, you know, he was a great addition to our Thursday night squad, uh, you know, and, and played in the tournament for us, played a total of 12 games this season. And, you know, I had played with him previously, Kevin too, and Stein and Stu uh, back uh, on the Agrestic team that played on Wednesdays uh, a couple years ago. And, you know, he came in with a 559 average this year, uh, an OPS of 1.409, which is really good. Uh, you know, one long ball, 12 knocked in. He had 14 singles, four doubles, you know, just production across the board and playing a really solid outfield too. And I don't know if you guys know this, but he actually played injured the entire season. So he's due for uh, some, uh, I think some wrist surgery. This Total this, uh, wrist replacement. Total... They're cutting his wrist off and they're putting on. <laughs> Total wrist. So he's going to come with a prosthetic <laughs> in, uh, in the spring. But no, Bird, we, we hope you have a good surgery and a good off season and can join us again. Uh, for sure in, in the spring. But, uh, Kevin, what did you see from Bird this year that you liked? Well, I mean, he's an attractive male. Uh, he's got some height on him, which I know Stein loves. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I've heard I that, mean, too. It's, you know, he – We I talked about this with Bird, like, coming in. We played in 2019 together. It was the last year that that Agrestic team played. And obviously with 2020, you know, less teams played because of COVID. And a couple of those guys were having kids and starting families. Uh, but Bird – had a bad fall playing basketball, and that's when he hurt his wrist in 2019. And he was taping his wrist and just trying to figure out his swing at that point. And I know when we asked him to join our team this year, I think he came in a little worried about it. And honestly, he came to, I think, maybe two practices. I know he was there for one at least. Mm -hmm. And I think it was eye-opening that he could still hit. Like, it was just, you know, a matter of him feeling that wrist healed up more. Uh, But he had an awesome year. I mean... Coming in after not playing for almost two full years and hitting over 500 is freaking awesome. Uh, and I mean, he had a lot of pop. He had, I, I can remember at least two hits where he hit it to the wall that should have either been out or been doubles off the fence. And they, they were either caught, you know, either like a hard line drive or they were able to get to it just in time. But, uh, and, and he always brings insane defense. He can cover so much ground. Yeah, he can. Like when it's him and Billy and, and left and right center, jeez. Um, I, mean, I, I feel very comfortable. It's like having two there. assassins out there just, yeah. you know, sniping the ball out of the air. But 
Um, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Bird's fine. He's fine. He's tall and he's fine. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, Thursday night, overall, you know, it, it, I was I was happy uh, to, to play two nights again. You know, that's something that I think is, even that we have the amount of guys who can commit to two nights, it says a lot about our team. And, you know, it wasn't uh, as great of an outcome for us, but ultimately there's a lot of bright spots there. All right. I'm really excited about talking about this next part. So on my outline here, because you guys know me, I'm type A. I got an outline, of course, for the fly pod. Those of you that have been on the show before know I definitely have an outline. Uh, But I have the tournament recap and uh, a lot to dissect here uh, because I had, and I know everyone had, a blast playing the tournament. Uh, Just a little side note, when I got home from the tournament, it was like 4 o'clock before the storms came, Jess told me to check the weather channel and the feels like temperature was actually 101 at 4 p.m. So I can't even imagine what what it was at noon or one when we were playing these games. Just like a, a really great, unbelievable day uh, that was just tons of fun. And, you know, we ended up going two and two. We averaged 17 runs a game and we uh, averaged uh, 17 runs against. And I think it was like a total of like, we scored 68, we allowed 68, right? Like it was definitely a good day where I felt like we really got in a rhythm too. And that carried over to the Monday playoffs. I felt that where we were taking our walks, we were being really patient. And it's just a day I feel like we we progressed a lot. Uh, what did you see in the, in the tournament, Kevin? Uh, it's it's, it's um, big growth there. Like it's... Uh... It's a very different style of softball. Well, not I can't say very different. It's still slow pitch softball, which is like you know you can't overhype it and make it something that it's not. But playing those games all in a row is grueling, and I think you know especially at that time of the year, it's literally the middle of the summer. I mean, not quite the dog days. I mean, I think that we've had some days that were a little worse here in August. That would have mm-hmm. been even worse with the humidity. But I mean, I think we I wouldn't say we underestimated I think we were good going in having the extra bodies you know being able to rotate and having guys sit um but I saw some awesome hitting awesome approaches during it you know guys were busting their butts the whole time and honestly the whole 17 runs for and 17 against I don't even think really reflects how we played because with uh the first NWO game you know, I know it was a close game that we won, and when we got eliminated by them, we got blown out, I think, by like 10 at the end, or mm-hmm. maybe it was a little less, but that's the outlier there, really, to me. And with the Ogres, I think we lost by, you know, one or two there. Right. Um, and that was a very winnable game. It was, I mean, I, I regret just popping up at the end, but I'm not going to, you know, let it ruin my my off season because, you know, can't fuck up my summer, like Scottie Pippen said. <laughs> right, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he did say that, but but uh, you know it was. I think it was important for all of us to to play that where it was the back to back to back, and then you know try to recoup and gather. And I think we still put a valiant effort together against NWO in that last game. I mean, we were on fumes. Guys were banged up. I mean, mm-hmm. it was. I mean, Danny, Billy's brother, Danny came out and he had like three different injuries. Yeah. At that point. Big shout out, my, Billy. Tell Danny that we appreciate him because yeah. I, I don't think he can move afterwards. Yeah, and I know against the Ogres at that point, my foot had like officially was done when I had that big blood blister that finally let go, um, which was gross. But I mean, you know, we were all dealing with stuff and we were all heat exhaustion. I mean, there was. You can't get enough fluids at that point when you're already mm-hmm. thirsty. There's no making up for it. It was literally just trying to like. You know, cover up your wounds with band-aids and go back out there. Yeah. Um, but overall, yeah, I mean, just awesome effort and team rallying around each other. And, um, 
the Portillo's after was amazing. Getting oh, yeah. salt back in my body. Well, I remember when we, it took like five of us. It was like me, you, I don't even remember who was in there, but it took us so long to leave the dugout. I just because about this. We were, we were just moving so slow and we didn't care. We were just like. Gerter, Kylie, myself, you, Billy, Billy and Bi- Danny. Billy was there, yeah. Danny was like, Billy, can we please leave? Billy and I are just sitting there eating orange slices. <laughs> like, just work her ass off slicing these. We're not letting these go to waste. We're in actuality. We just did not want to stand up. Yeah. Um, and I talked to Jess. She's good for orange slices next year, so she's okay. got you covered. So her wrist is recovering just like you, Bird. I uh-huh. mean, you guys can hopefully rehab together. Yep. Yep. That was a big part of it. But, hey, I want to talk about the first game. Uh, and I even wrote it down as, as the Super Bowl. Did we beat someone? Oh, oh yeah, we 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 did, and it it was uh it was kind of, it was it was a story full of drama, as as <laughs> all of you know, because I've talked to all of you about this. But you know, we didn't know if NWO was going to play in the tournament. I got word that they were going to play probably about a week before, and you know, Stein and, and Billy, who uh, have played uh, for NWO this past past season, were um, gracious to their word and stuck with the flies because they had committed to us, and I've already shared. A word of thanks with both of them for for sticking with us uh, during the tournament, um, and and you know Billy was giving me the inside scoop about who who NWO was uh, bringing uh, that Saturday, and at first we thought they were loading up with tons of guys. It ended up that they mostly had their their normal normal squad with a couple exceptions, but that same could be said for us. Um, but obviously this game meant a lot to us, and uh, you know Kevin and I have a history with NWO. We obviously have a uh, history uh, with with James on our squad, and uh, it wasn't just another game. So I want to know, Kevin, for you, like, what was your mental preparation for this game, knowing it was uh, it was highly personal. So being that it was the first game, I actually had trouble sleeping the night before. To, to be totally honest, I was part of me was super excited for the tournament because I know I'm getting at least two games guaranteed, and I figured we would get at least four games. Uh, so I was right again, <laughs> um, but. You know, it was fun to kind of go out there and to show, you know, not that like everything revolves around this, but to show James that I was, you know, a valuable piece and I hit well against them. You know, I, I felt like I pitched better than, you know, the replacement guy, Brett. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you did. too much about this team, but I mean, <laughs> it was also like, I felt like I was a little bit of redemption where I, you know, obviously well, a lot of redemption for all of us to win, mm-hmm. but at least personally to beat them, but also... Show that I, you know, I was capable of pitching. I didn't go out there and freeze or walk a ton of hitters. I mean, it was, and you know, Mets, who I used to not know what I, you know, what to think about him. I mean, he was super respectful and very complimentary. Um, I don't know if anyone knows this besides you and me, but James actually reached out and texted us after and said, mm-hmm. you know, that we played well. I mean, we not that we, you know, really reciprocated it much. I think we were polite, but we didn't really, you know, engage really with him. But. Uh, I did think that was a nice gesture by him, despite uh, our you despite know, our past. the history. Yeah, yeah. I think you know he tried to be the bigger man there, um, or yeah. a bigger man. I don't think, but it was you know, civil. You yeah, know, it, it was, was civil. Nothing, nothing malicious there. But uh, yeah, that 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 game was. I mean, I was nervous going in. Didn't know what to think if they were going to try to go middle or anything. But I mean, those guys, a lot of them know me, and they're not trying to hurt anyone. But the, the the game was so fun. I mean, back and forth. I mean, back and forth, and then to end it, 
another shout out to Danny Brisky for a walk off single. Yes. I don't. I mean, if you would have told me the night before, we would have won on a walk off, and Danny hits a single, and like his fifth at bat ever. Yeah. Is is pretty amazing. And, pretty awesome. And also to be like something a little, uh, you know, under the radar was I think it was a good game for Ulf too. Like yeah. He has he's played with James on different teams, whether it was NWO or another team, you know. And he was similar to Senatorian and I, where it was just kind of like, "Hey, you're not back. You're not coming. You're not playing with us anymore." It's like, I understand that happening, but it's just the way that they go about it. That it was not, you know, it wasn't the best way to do business, in my opinion. And Ulf absolutely destroyed them, and it was so fun to watch him hit against them. It was definitely a, a, a game of of redemption, like you said, and and it led into a nice game uh, against Marine Jets, which was uh, kind of like just. A, a nice little second game where we could just get some more ABs and not as wor- worry as much defensively, and, and we won that one pretty soundly. And then, you know, you'd alluded to the third game against the Ogres or the Master Batters, whatever they're called. Um, and, yeah, a really winnable game, and it went back and forth. And, um, you know, ultimately we can beat those guys, and, and I know we will in the future, and hopefully we get to see them uh, in, in, the, in the tournament even. Uh, and then, yeah, hitting NWO again in round two. But by the time... By the time we realized it was probably going to be NWO playing again, there's just no way that I got... I got so hyped for the first game that mm-hmm. by the t- second time we played them, I was like, well, we already won, so, like, you know, yeah, I'm to good. Me, it, to <laughs> me, it was it was like... Now, I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm really not. No, I, I, I think... We, we saw some of the other teams that were in it, too. I, this isn't a shot against us, but I don't think we were going to win that thing against the teams that were in the final. I mean, if it was us against Master Batters, sure, maybe... But I don't know how that would have happened, with the with the the way the, the, the way bracket, bracket works. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit of like irony, like cruel irony, the fact that we had to play NWO again <laughs> as opposed to playing anyone else. But um, like if Bollywood Legends got us in that game, I was gonna be like, fine, I wasn't gonna play with Care in the World. But I, I didn't in that second game. I didn't play with Care in the World either. It was so freaking hot. That was our fourth game, and I was like, you know what? Let's just go and play. Like even whatever going, happens. Yeah, even going into that one, I felt empty. I was like. I was, and like I know it's slow pitch underhand pitching, but I was like, I don't know if I can get the ball to play at this point. <laughs> and and I honestly, I remember, I don't know if it was after the game or before that last game where we were kind of talking like, hey, you know, today's about getting ready for Monday night playoffs and right. like getting those like serious cuts in, you know, playing, playing as if every game is do or die, um, despite it not really. You know, that tournament is it's the house league tournament. It's not like you win a ton of money or anything. It's mm-hmm. it's more. Uh, just to kind of get that experience. Yeah, it's experience, a little bit of bragging rights, but you know, ultimately, we've improved. You know, our first tournament, we only played two games because we got eliminated real quick. Um, even though the first game was super close, and then we made progress in this last tournament. You know, we we really had a blast. So, you can mark your calendars next July. It's usually the last Saturday in July. I feel like, yeah, but they we'll the hottest Saturday. The hottest Saturday. Yep. Each time, and they make the turf. They actually put hot lava under the turf, so that's why it feels so. <laughs> warm. That's why it was so hot. Yeah. Well, we will be playing again for sure, uh, barring anything crazy. But we will we will definitely do that. It was a great experience. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it again. Let's talk Monday. Monday night uh, was. Honestly, one of our best seasons that we put together. Uh, you know, going nine and one in the regular season, uh, only losing one game by three after being down. I think it was fifteen to gamers, uh, scoring nineteen point eight uh, per game, so almost twenty, and allowing about fifteen runs per game. And, and it was a really solid season. Uh, you know, we 
won our first playoff game against the eight seed. This is the first time actually that the infield flies have ever been a number one seed, if you can believe it. Even like on our super team back in 2019, I think we were the three seed. Um, yeah, when we won. When we won it, uh, one uh, Thursday night league. Uh, so this is the first time we were a number one seed. So, I mean, with the number one seed, there's high expectations. And, and we did follow through. We won game one. Uh, game two was against uh, Ofi and, and Gamers. And, you know, so a, a lot to dissect here. This game, now, Gamers was the only team to beat us in the regular season on Monday. And, you know, we knew it, we were going to hang with them. Uh, and it was going to be close. And then fourth inning, Carlos goes down with a, a pretty... I'm not gonna say devastating because devast- he's not out for an extended period of time, but it, it seemed like it was a pretty serious injury. What did you see on the mound when that was happening? I turn and I, and I feel like we had a couple of those already that went there. Those those like pop ups in between left and short. Um, but it, you know, Carlos, he got there to his credit. But I just I saw him go down and grimace before he even hit the ground, and I was like, ah, shit. You know, I'm hoping mm-hmm. it's just a tweak. But I mean, he didn't get back up, and we knew, you know, he's probably done for the night. Uh, hopefully back for fall. The team really rallied around each other there and battled our asses off there. No offense, Oaf. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, I, I know me personally, I just was like, all right, just throw a strike every time and let them play behind me. Because, you know, the the biggest thing, and I've said it all year, is, you know, trying to eliminate walks as much as I can. And I mean, there's going to be games or innings that walks are more prevalent and I have to deal with that. And I know everyone behind me is patient enough you know they're always they always have my back they're not rolling their eyes when I walk someone but uh as the pitcher it's still like you still get in your own head you know yeah still a no shit moment every time when you Mm -hmm. throw your third walk in a row Mm. honestly I mean I know you're we're we're gonna go towards it but dude like go ahead with Javier yeah I mean that's where right where I I was going but you know at that moment when he got hurt when Carlos got hurt uh, you know as I was walking back to my place in left field after we figure, figured everything out and Javier got in there, we're going to talk about you in a second, Javi. I was, I was having a thought in my head. I was like, you know, in, in years past, the Flies might have like curled up and been like, dang, we lost Carlos. Like, it's a close game. I don't know if we have, you know, enough in the tank to, to pull this out. But I was so happy in how we all responded. Like, we kept the, the morale up. We kept on fighting. And, and we pulled out that game, which was huge. Because that's when really, I, th- I think I would have been, like, I was bummed that we lost the championship eventually. But if we lost the semifinal, I think that would be a disappointment, right? That would be underachieving. After the year we had, yeah. After the I year mean, we had, right. I had three games all night in my head. But mm-hmm. when Carlos went down, there was definitely a doubt for a second of, all right, well, how are we going to figure this out? I mean, not that it's impossible, but, you know, gamers are a good team. If they, you know, if they can place the ball, then we could be in trouble with three outfielders. Right. Um, but we were able to get, you know, I mean, Javier stepping up. Holy cow, that was... Yeah. I mean, that was literally life-saving. Right? So so let's talk about this guy. Javier, it's time to, to shout you out a little bit. Javier, ever, you... Ever heard of him? Ever heard of this guy? He he played seven games for us, hit 833. Whatever. Is that even allowed? Uh, let's see, four homers and 18 knocked in. An OPS of 2.425. I, Javier, I got to be honest. I asked Kevin before the we recorded this. I was like, is this is this for real? Like, is this sample size actually? And granted, I know you'll probably come down to earth a little bit. But goodness, like, th- these are very impressive numbers. But not only that, like, he, he fit in with the club right away. Like, just the, the same work ethic, 
uh, that we all have. Same laid back, chill type personality, like has a good, like wants to win, but also doesn't want to, you know, win at all costs, you know, at the cost of uh, the friendships and relationships that we have. Uh, but he comes out, well, he tears his ACL, which is a huge bummer, uh, and get well soon, Javi. And he comes out to the tournament, supports the whole team all day. He's there. And then he comes Monday night playoffs because he was a part of that Monday night team. And he stuck with us and he got a chance to catch. And I I can believe that you did it, Javi, but I also can't because, it you know, with your tournament ACL. But every single guy in the squad is with me and thanking you for filling that role because I, I honestly think if he doesn't catch, we might not win because... He takes the catcher position, which allows us four outfielders to stay out there, which is a lot better than three. And in your one plate appearance, Javi, he walks and scores a run, which which is huge. So we're all appreciative of that. But that's like when you go down in the, the uh, catacombs of Fly's history, like that's going to be a big moment that we all remember. Yeah, I mean, it was huge. And I, I believe, I'm trying to think of how we shifted. Who went to short then? So Steiner went short. Stu came into second. Yeah, Kylie was on right because Kylie and Stu were rotating right and second. I right. From that on, too, everyone stepped. Up. I mean, Stu, holy crap! What I a mean, good year he had. He Monday night, like I mean that 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 playoffs, all three games, his defense was stellar. He, his yeah. hitting was on fire. I mean, he he hit over five hundred. Uh, I mean, yeah, he had a career year. Nineteen driven in. I mean, Jesus. 11 walks. I mean, he, he showed patience. Like, uh, 33 singles. Like, dude was just slapping the ball around the field. And he had, I, I want to say, four or five doubles that should have dropped in. I mean, they were lasers that were hit and mm-hmm. the outfield snagged them. Similar to what I was saying about Bird. I mean, you know, guys were hitting it all over. Tyler, too. I mean, he was hit. He had some hard outs. Stein had some hard outs all year, honestly. I mean, everyone was hitting the ball really well. But the, the other, I mean, obviously Kylie was Godzilla on Monday night. Godzilla. During those playoffs, especially the championship game. Um, but I really wanted to shout out Stu, too, just because I just feel like, you know, he, it was kind of hard to find where we would have everyone with defensively. And part of that we've adjusted where... With me pitching, it's one less first baseman. So now we're down to six uh, <laughs> first baseman slash catchers. Um, no, but for real, I mean, we've got, you know, Kylie and uh, Kylie, Stu, who are a little bit duplicitous, where, you know, they can both play second, they can both play third. And when Eric's there, then third's taken away. So then they have to rotate a catcher. And honestly, some very selfless softball there, too, yeah. which is being willing to switch or. You know, I mean, obviously, like when Kylie had his shoulder hurting for a couple of weeks, right. it, was, it was perfect that we could have Stu could slide right in and, you know, really no issues there. I mean, right. it was, I, I don't know, I never saw like a big drop anywhere in defense, uh, which was beautiful. Really just a testament to the team that we have. Most definitely. I mean, I, I love that about the team that people just slide in and people, you know, understand that it's team first, you know, and we, we all have our, our roles that we've kind of developed over the last six years, but we're always... I mean, guys are out all the time, you know, and, and we were talking before the up about um, we need somebody to be our emergency pitcher. You know, we need to start looking at, at options for that because, yeah. you know, Kevin made every single game this year, which is awesome. But there might be an opportunity this fall, hope not, that he's not there. So who's going to step in because we still want to remain competitive. It's not a permanent thing, but just somebody to step into that role. It's really important. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've got this. This tournament that I signed up for didn't even think about the fact that fall ball would, you know, run into this to this tournament. It's that it's the last week of September, so if we don't have a rainout, we're fine. If we do, then 
playoffs would potentially be that week. Um, so we would have to have someone else pitch for me. Uh, Might have to bring Tom out of retirement, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not because I know, like... Then we're getting Kevlar, like Kylie suggested. Yeah. I'm not letting Tom get hit. <laughs> right. That's right. You know, and so I guess we're praying for no rainouts or two rainouts because then you just miss a regular yeah. season, you know? And so. Stein also pointed out, and this is, this is it's literally, it was a 50-50 chance, I think. Um, but three of our five are 840, 945 nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other two are the 630 and 735. Now, most likely, half the team's got three and two of each mm-hmm. and then swapped. But um, honestly, I mean, in, you know, on some nights it might be, you know, some late nights. But once you get through, once you're in the first game, I mean, I feel like you get the adrenaline going. It's mm-hmm. not really uh, an issue. But, you yeah. know, if, if nothing else, you can try to get a nap in before those games. No, it's something sure. that we'll have to adjust to. Um, yeah, w- once you're at the ballpark, it's like, it doesn't matter what time it is. You're ready to play. Oh, yeah. And maybe bring a beer or two, you know. There you go. Just do. A little, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, or some... Uh, some energy drink, I think, Steve. Steven! Steven. Steven. You, uh, I think he drinks some C4 or something like that. Dude, he just drank, yeah, all the chemicals. Just all like the me. chemicals, yep. <laughs> Ultimately, you know, after all of that good stuff, we head to a championship game against Reapers, uh, which ultimately, at, at the end of the day, I'm proud of how we fought, but I know everybody agrees with me that we wanted to come away with that W, and and, and we didn't. The thing is, though, as as Kevin and I have been talking all night about this, you know, Reapers is a very good team. Like, some C-level players, and you could just tell. I mean, I I don't know officially if they, quote-unquote, brought in ringers. They weren't... I I think they only had nine the first time that they played us anyway, but you could tell that these guys, they knew how to play, and they were very skilled and, and very good at what they do. Uh, and, and they put up eight runs uh, on us in the first inning, and I was like, "Dang, how's this game going to go?" But we responded with four, and it was it was back and forth all night, um, and it was really it was like a shootout. And in those shootouts, it's like it, it, you know you have two two great teams going at it. Yeah, and when you have you know, if we early in that game, I think we had one or maybe there was two innings where we didn't score many runs, and that's mm-hmm. that's where it comes back to bite you is when they score almost every inning. Although we did have a couple innings where we held them to very few runs, too. I do yeah. remember. But, I mean, in that game, holy cow, Kylie. I Kylie. Mean, we were a man possessed. Like, that, the whole the whole playoffs, you were, obviously, and obviously, not just the playoffs, all season. I mean, you and Eric were just powerhouses uh, in, the like, the middle top of the order. Um, and it was fun to hit behind you guys, honestly, all year. Kylie, dude, like I don't, I think three grand slams in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just the championship game or just the playoffs. I think but. it was two in the finals and then one in the semis, but it was, it or maybe it was in the first round, but it was. I mean, his RBIs for the night was it so like was, you know? I think he had doubled his RBI output for the season. Yeah, in, in the playoffs one night. So and I always say this because you guys know I always look at fly swag, but. We're working on Michael Kiley bobblehead night, which is taking place sometime in 2022. So I know you're all excited about that. And uh, it will be him doing his like tennis golf swing. Uh, and you got that nice number zero on there and just him looking at his grand slam and being real humble about it. But Kylie, we love having you uh, in the middle of the order there. You, you, you were raking that night. So keep it up, my man. With a championship, you know, I got to share my learning, man. I felt so bad. I hit a home run for an out. I guess that means... <laughs> That I'm getting better at softball because you know you don't even know you didn't think you were gonna hit that I didn't think I, well I was no but here's the thing I made a mistake I was trying to crush the ball 
Okay. I was trying to crush the ball, and I, I, it was an inning where Stein and Kylie had already homered, oh, and yeah. I, I usually check with the umpire because, well, you know, I'm not, I don't have power like Eric or Kylie or you. Um, still hit it out. I can still hit it out, and I know, you know, I should have changed my approach. I should have understood how many homers there were, but I just didn't. It didn't dawn on me because that was my second AB of the inning. I let off the inning with like a walk or a single or something like that. And I came up and we we're down eight and I was like, okay, I'm going to crush this thing. And I did. And I was like, yeah, we cut it to, to five. And then the, the ump goes out. Yeah. And he said out. And it was like literally one of the worst feelings that I've ever had on the softball field because I feel like I let you all down. So I got to apologize for that. But that was a good learning for me. Like if I ever have guys on base and you know you have some pop, like just check with the umpire if you have a homer just real quick. And yeah. I should have done that. And I would have changed my approach right away. And, you know, those small things are, when they add up, like if you take that small thing and maybe another small thing in the game, that adds up to a couple runs and, and you know, it, it might be a different story. So Yeah, my, that's, that's one of those learning moments similar to throwing ahead of the runner instead of at the bag. Right. You know, Billy, Billy gets, I mean, he's got a freaking hose. He'll throw back to second when the guy's just off of second and he can catch guys off there. But for the most part, you know, the smart thing is to throw ahead of that runner so that they get shut down at whatever bag they're at or they're about to get to. Um, and occasionally we might try to make the aggressive throw, and then that's where we get hurt, where they get one extra bag or even more. Um, now, that's that's more of something that used to happen. I mean, this season I don't think we had that many of those, but that's a similar idea where it's right. those, or it's those, you know, the little moments where tagging up or leaving early, whatever. It's just stuff mm-hmm. that we can we can, we can control you that, can try right? To, yeah, it's, it's the mental stuff that we have to... Physical errors are going to happen, just like every freaking commentator says and everything, but specifically like baseball and softball. You know, there's going to be issues. There's going to be times where, you know, the, whatever, the glove, the ball just pops out of your glove. But you, you're there trying to make the play and it happens. No one's going to fault you for that. No. It's when somebody takes a terrible route or... You know, they sprint in 20 feet as opposed to freezing. It's different than, you know, taking one step in. That happens. Sometimes you have a bad read. But for the most part, I mean, I, I can't really think of any horrible mental mistakes this year for the most part. Besides, no, I mean, you know, you know just clean it up. Things. Nothing, yeah. nothing that really cost a game. Or, right. And, and I replayed the game, too, in my head of like, okay, we lost by eight. You know, you take like my mistake. You know, I think we had, like, a, a base running mistake. I, I definitely know. had walks. I had a couple, you know, you had some walks. added into runs. But, like, I don't I don't know. Like, I, you have to give Reapers credit for just hitting. Like, they, oh. they hit the crap out of them. Ask Gerb. Like I said earlier, Gerb had one to get to him that was a line drive. They, they call it cutting the ball. It got out to the outfield like a line drive, and it hit off the ground and instantly hit him, like, in the shin slash knee. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the same thing that, like, Eric would normally see at third base. That right. same velocity. Yeah. And that's, you know, 270 feet from home plate and right. it's coming to Gerb. It's, it's, it's something that you don't see very often. And that's, that's those higher-level players that, you know, Billy and Stein can attest to seeing in tournament play. Um, right, who have rocket ground ball to Gerb, yeah. the same level that Eric sees. And yeah. on that same thing, honestly, like Eric, holy cow, all year at their base. I mean, he had that one he took off the stomach. He had that bruise. Mm-hmm. He was a tank over there all year, too. I mean, he... He's not Olaine getting out of the way. He uses his body. He knocks him down. Usually he gets it right in his glove. And then he's got that hose, too, just like Billy. He's throwing it across the infield, you know, while he's running. And it's, you know, I mean, nine times out of ten, or probably closer to 99 out of 100, you know you're getting the guy out at first. Yep. And if he doesn't, the kid's a freaking nature. He's fast kid alive. Yep. That's exactly right. So I think, like, learning from that, like, yeah, it stings because, like, you want that championship. 
But I, I think ultimately, you know, it's going to make us better in the long run. And, and like you said, like cleaning up those small little mistakes that we can control along the way. The more we play together, I mean, this is only year six. And you know I intend to play in the 50 and over league. So yeah. as long as you guys want to play softball, we're heading on out there. But I, I do want to get better every year. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, get complacent. And I know we're all competitive. Maybe once we turn 40, all of us. Uh, you know, maybe we'll change our minds, but we're still in our prime right now, and we want to compete and have fun at the same time. So, ultimately, it was a really good season. Let's talk about fall because softball's not over. We got 10 games left plus playoffs. We got fall ball coming up starting next Thursday. We're recording this on a Friday night. Uh, I think it's August the 13th. Yes, it is. Yeah, it Friday is. the 13th. Uh oh, bad things gonna happen tonight. Um, but we have Thursday starting next week, and I'm excited about it. You know, we have uh, 11 guys coming back and one new guy joining us which uh we'll talk about in a second so kev is going to pitch for us michael kiley will be back mike stein will be back uh steve reamer will be back and we have uh billy joining us again gerb is coming back myself and Stu and alex will be back so we got a returning core of 10 and we have one new addition who's played with us for seven games this year and that's mr Jeff Ofenlock or Ofi. Kevin, what have you seen from Ofi so far? Uh, so I talked about him a little bit earlier against the, our games against NWO. I mean, he I played with him on and off on different teams in the past, and he's he's one of those like really good guys you can always add to a team. Um, you know, we talked before the season and during the season about times for filling in for each other, and he's always just been a good addition. He hits the ball hard as hell. I mean, he'll hit liners to the fence all the time. He can hit a home run. And he's, you know, he plays good defense too. He can play third, he can play first. But he's going to go out there and he's going to play hard no matter what. And the, and the good thing is he's a good teammate. Like if he yeah. has to, he'll walk. If he, But most of the time, honestly, if he gets something to hit, he's going to drive people in. Um, and that's something important to have. I mean, I know it's, again, it's slow pitch and it sounds cliche. But, you know, some of us, you know, there's times where I won't feel so confident. And I don't want to make an out, so I'd rather walk and let the next guy try to drive him in. And if Ophi's right behind me, I have the utmost confidence that he'll find one to hit and, you know, put it through the infield or off the fence in a gap, whatever. I mean, he is a hitter. Yeah, for sure. And, and like you say, he's he's been a really good teammate and, and a good fit, like very selfless. He came for, in for the tournament and uh, played, I mean, four games for us there and, and produced for us, but also was able to spot innings at third and short. And, uh, yeah, really excited about having him on for the fall season. And he uh, doesn't burn. He never used any sunblock, and he barely got burned. Barely burned. I mean, he tans so well. <laughs> and then he goes straight to weddings where he, he – you were, Ophie, I'm sure you were probably the center of attention more so than the bride that night. Cause, uh, yeah, you didn't look like a clown. <laughs> hot, hot, hot man. You had a, a very nice tan that night. I hope it healed okay. I did want to shout out one guy uh, for the season. He played all 28 games. That'd be me. Thank you. That would be Kevin Bowers. The only guy that played 28. Me, Kylie, and Stein right behind him with 27. Uh, but, yeah, we got we – got, let's see. This should be 13 more because if we want to play – 10 regular season in the fall, yeah, and three to win the championship for fall. Uh, and, and you might be asking, okay, what's standing in our way? What opponents are we facing? So we're in the Thursday two league, uh, which I had requested to be in the two as opposed to the, the one, uh, just in case there was more than 10 or 11 teams. And, um, and, and Thursday ones definitely have some tournament teams in that. And oh, definitely. Looking over them. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can, here's the thing. We can hang in Thursday one. But you know we might be a three and seven and two and eight team, and honestly, I after this season, I the the regular season, I think we might win some more games. But it's it's just a lot tougher of competition. 
Um, in, in our league this uh, coming uh, this coming fall, uh, I don't know much about many of the teams. I know um, Circle Jerks. My <laughs> what a name. Uh, yeah, Mike sir- said he was Googling Circle Jerks I, on I was. his work computer, and I said, you know, make sure Safe Search is turned off so you can find the good stuff about them. That's right. So, yeah, because that's how I kind of get some dirt on some of these teams, or at least their past record, is I Google them. So, I sh- yeah, I should, probably should be careful about Circle this. Jerks are pretty dirty. Yeah. Same as Blue Ballers, honestly. I, mean, I don't know what yeah. they're doing, but... Blue Ballers is another team in the league. I don't know anything about them. Sounds like a bummer. Yep. Uh, we got just one more in Kenny Civil. We played them before. Um, they are... are Definitely a lower level than we are. Uh, and then Sluggers is in the league. We played them on Thursday nights as well. We beat them in the playoffs round one on Thursday. So I don't know. We'll find out more uh, after week one to see how it all falls out. But ultimately, we're going to get some wins. And you know we're going to try for this fall championship to say that 2021, we can end on that, uh, end on a good note there. Also, as I showed you in the group text kevin got his today is uh your official infield flies beanie so i'm going to be bringing those next thursday it's been hot as heck so i don't think it's going to really be useful next week but maybe if we play into october it will be useful otherwise you can shovel your snow and wear your infield flies beanie hopefully it'll come in handy one day what do you think of the beanie i mean i'll do it well first of all this logo is so sweet i love i love the new more aggressive flies logo that we'll definitely have on future jerseys um very good quality beanie for sure. I mean, it fits over my big ass head even with my long hair, <laughs> which adds another 14 inches of thick, just girth on my head. Uh, but it's it's great. I mean, the color, the quality, everything's good on this thing. I mean, this thing will keep you warm, you know. Uh, even if even if for whatever reason we have a nice warm fall, just you know, think about when we have BP in the spring. I yeah. Mean, there was there's some colder days, and uh, honestly, to be repping the flies during the off season too is pretty special. Most definitely. All right, infield flies. Well, that that'll do it for the longest fly pod episode of the in history. Uh, right now, I see I'm recording about 47 minutes now, but we have been uh, at it for quite a while talking about all things flies. Uh, thanks for hanging with us through the entirety of the episode. We'll see you for fall ball. And as always, go flies. Hydrate off poetic landscapes and shapes. Illustrate the paper space off the pants that paint. The design would have a national geographic, the magic with tailor-made status and plus flavor that's automatic. Uh.